welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Burzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. Ella Scaduto, my friend and amazing matchmaker, who actually is the owner of Smoky Matchmaker, which is based out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. So Ella is a professional certified matchmaker and certified science-based relationship coach. And she is, has a background in psychology and research and is fascinated by human behavior and interaction, which I mean, aren't we all who are in this industry? I love that. I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. And I am looking forward to really getting deep in Human behavior, I want to talk about the speed dating that you're doing in Tennessee. I want to talk about the uh, finding women in the wild that you do with men, which would be very fun and interesting to talk about how to approach people. So all of you men out there that are listening to this, um, this is going to be fascinating for you. And then I want to talk to you about the article that you wrote for your your tango um, magazine that talks about the triangle technique and eye contact and flirting. Um, all right, Ella, tell us, okay, how long have you been in Knoxville? How, how are you finding matchmaking there? Uh, so we moved here. Now I can count by winters. Okay. <laughs> I actually get a lot of kick out of uh, going by winters. Um, so like almost three years now um it's okay. it's all love it i did take a little break when we first moved because we were trying to settle in and all that and i just mm-hmm. didn't or anything but uh now i'm back in full swing and uh it's it's good it's great actually there's uh there's a lot of people that need that and there isn't anybody but me <laughs> for miles and miles and miles and miles yeah you've got really a handle on the market there in knoxville and also you work in nashville correct um a, a little bit I dabble because it's it's I uh I, I do a little bit of events there so um but it's really far but I do do events so if anybody comes around from there it's totally fine I have a database as well okay great and when you say events what kind of events are you doing um so I do uh singles mixers up uh-huh. in Nashville and some here and I do um speed dating here I in Knoxville I do them it's it's fun. Okay, great. Um, yeah, speed dating. That's something that I definitely need to get into. You're inspiring me to do that. Um, it's fun. People always want a curated activity where mm-hmm. you are purposeful and have an opportunity to talk to a lot of people. And sometimes when you have just a general mixer, people are a little shy about walking up to people. And so that really forces you to have a conversation. It could be a little stressful, probably. Do you hear that? 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, just like doing anything is stressful. Showing up to a networking event, if you haven't done it a lot, is also mm -hmm. stressful. And there's mm -hmm. all strangers running around and, it, you know, it could be nerve-wracking. Um, but, you know, speed dating is fun because, yes, it is stressful. But once you get over that, then you're exposed to, you know, depending on how big the crowd is, between like 10 and 15 women at one time, right? In one evening. Mm -hmm. Match.com can do that for you. Right. So this is like a curated event that you're for sure going to meet all these women. And now it's up to you, right? The ball is in your court and you got to do your thing to get maybe one match or two. Most mm -hmm. people get, I'd say like 85%, every single person will get a match. There might be like one person that doesn't get matched up, but most of the time there's a bunch of matches that get created. Okay. I love that. All right. So here's a question, uh, Ella, that I have for you. So you were recently published in your Tango magazine, and you talked about the triangle technique mm -hmm. and I, good eye con strategic eye contact. And here's, here's what you wrote. I love this. The triangle technique is a concept that revolves around strategic eye contact to make a lasting impression on others. It involves creating a triangular pattern by shifting your gaze between three points, the left eye, the right eye, and the lips of the person you're engaging with. By employing this technique, you can establish a deeper connection, convey confidence, and increase your overall attractiveness. Okay. Yeah. Tell yeah. us more about that. It sounds like a very... Um, very strategic way of flirting right um well i feel like flirting should all be strategic mm -hmm. <laughs> in a way um because you're trying to accomplish something right you're trying to be more attractive mm -hmm. towards someone right and get their attention so yeah so the the whole technique it's actually like i think we've been that's i i us, us as humans we've been doing it for like ever and ever um okay. and now kids these days kind of think that they just invented it and like no it's it's been around so <laughs> the idea is that you kind of go from one eye like they start with the left right mm -hmm. this, this is my life like you start with the left and then slowly go to the right and then down to an upper lip and then repeat the motion right but you got to do it with your eyes, not like the whole face, right? So you don't look like you lost something. <laughs> or, <laughs> and also like the the speed of it is also everything because you don't want to like be like shifting like back and forth with your eyes too fast because now you just look weird. Okay. You got to do it a little, you have to practice, right? So I would say practice with your friends, tell them what you're doing. Practice mm -hmm. on them, see how it makes them feel. Do they feel like you're accomplishing some kind of flirtation or does it feel like you're just being creepy and weird? Because if you do it too slow, then I'll look creepy, right? If you go like, uh, I stare, 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 then go down. <laughs> okay. And, and but by the way, yeah, by the way, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, um, Ella is literally making triangles in the air. So just in case you, you're missing that by listening to the podcast only. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like mining. <laughs> Nobody you're can gonna, see it. I can you're going to get a lot out of, the, out of the YouTube podcast is all I'm going to say. Um, okay. okay. So is this something that people do naturally and it's something that you can kind of look for 
to determine if somebody is flirting with you? So I wouldn't say that's a natural thing to do. That's mm -hmm. a technique, right? Like it's a okay. skill, a okay. part of the courtship and flirtation, right? Right. Because you, you, you want to play with people. No one starts dating and getting to know somebody and just being like really serious, right? So you flirt, mm -hmm. you tease, you do banter. There's so much to it, right? Mm -hmm. so like doing the, the 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 triangle is not like a naturally occurring thing like no one's mm -hmm. born with that skill it's something mm -hmm. you learn it's like opening the door for a woman mm -hmm. right like somebody has to tell you to do that right like hopefully mm -hmm. your parents teach you the trick or you watch mm -hmm. your dad do it mm -hmm. um and, or your mom tells you right or a coach so it's like one of those skills that you learn but then once you learn and figure out how to get it done and done well Mm -hmm. then it looks natural to someone mm -hmm. else now they're like oh he's cute look at him doing this or the girl you know women can do that too mm -hmm. um, aside everything else that women can do you know I, I feel like women don't need a lot of things to flirt we just we could just you know sit there and look adorable <laughs> you know open not just adorable but open to receive attention not mm -hmm. you know i i don't know if whoever can see like right this is what we all do right we go to a bar and this is what you see someone sitting there staring at their phone mm -hmm. obviously that does not make you look like you're open to receive attention from guys or girls whatever you're looking for exactly and yes people are on their phones way too much it's a number one problem um, they're even online dating when they are at bars <laughs> instead of focusing on the people that are right around them. It makes absolutely no sense at all. I know it's very yeah. perplexing. That's so yeah. some of the way, okay, so that's a great technique. And then for women, I mean, I know so many ways that women can kind of manufacture um, flirting. Um, mm -hmm. I know like the collarbone area is like a really sensitive spot yeah. and that yeah, yeah, twirling your hair, but like the the whole erogenous zone of your collarbone and neck area apparently is like really when you touch that, you're basically uh -huh. showing the person that you're flirting with that you are interested in them. The the only person that can touch this area is your lover. You know, basically, like your friends aren't touching you here your colleagues certainly should not be touching your collarbone area or your neck area. So it's basically inviting the person that's looking at you to mm -hmm. think, I wonder what it would feel like to graze upon her, her neck um, or her collarbone. Mm -hmm. So it's a really sensual spot to touch. Um, yeah. And then you said something about the hair. Do you want to talk about the hair? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the collarbone. So the collarbone touching, that's mm -hmm. something you would do on purpose mm -hmm. as a female, as a woman to show that you're interested in somebody and invite that somebody to come and flirt with you, right? Give them mm -hmm. a shot at it. Now mm -hmm. there's things that we do, um, women and men, that we touch other body parts like our arm and mm -hmm. that's subconscious. So mm -hmm. that's when you actually like someone, you're not trying to get their attention, but you like them and your body, like the rest of you psychologically was like, oh, let's bring them over here. Let's chat, he's cute. Let's right. chat with him. So then you start touching your arms and like on, on, on top and then maybe the hair, like the hair, the twirl in the hair. I don't have any to show, but <laughs> um, like touching your hair, that's also an invitation. And 
if not done on purpose, because sometimes mm -hmm. women will do that on purpose, be like, oh, look at me, I'm cute, you know, come talk to me. Mm -hmm. um, but if you like somebody and you do want their attention, but mm -hmm. not consciously, right, then you'll subconsciously just mess with your hair, which is, mm -hmm. I, I think it's awesome. Um, it's, you know, when you go out like to uh, bars and whatever areas where young people hang out and kind of do their whole flirting dance, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can watch around who does what. And it's, uh, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And you can tell by the way somebody's standing, if their oh, yeah. feet oh, are yeah. pointed towards the other person, mm -hmm. um, if their body is turned towards the other person. Mm -hmm. So by talking about these techniques, it's not like we're trying to be manipulative, but there is something to be said for creating, trying to create something and letting the other person know and seeing how they react. Yeah. Um, well, I, mm -hmm. I feel like it would be wrong to call it manipulative mm -hmm. because it's an invitation. As mm -hmm. An invitation is a natural thing, right? Like when we have parties at the house, we make food and we invite people to come, right? Because we mm -hmm. want to hang out with them at the house. So when you're right. out and about and you want to meet someone and mm -hmm. maybe you don't want to, you know, like as a woman, maybe you don't want to get up and walk up to a guy and be like, hey, mm -hmm. you know, my name's Ella, you know, what's up? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you want to show them that, yes, please come talk to me. You know, mm -hmm. like you're welcome to come. I'm not going to bite your head off, right? And mm -hmm. tell you to jump off a bridge. Mm -hmm. So you do these things to let the guys know that they're welcome to come and say hello. And that's, it's not, you know, it's not, uh, it's not like you're um, trying to, to do anything tricky, you know, you're mm -hmm. not tricking them into anything. Um, we're all adults. They don't have to get up and come. They can exactly to. <laughs> yeah. You're and just giving way, them an invitation. Exactly. And by the way, I mean, this is not just for heterosexual relationships and flirting. This goes across the board, um, can be used in LGBTQIA relationships. Um, it works all, all across. So um, the other thing like I've noticed is like the whole, you know, dude, like raising up his arms and, you know, showing his muscles and that kind of thing um, where, you know, he's kind of like bragging about his, you know, muscles and kind of showing you what he's got to offer. I mean, yeah, you know, we're all animal kingdom at the end of the day. <laughs> so whatever makes you you know like when when you see a lion run around they all look big and boofy and poofy and all that yeah. um showing their size right the bigger mm -hmm. they are the better mate and the protector mm -hmm. and whatever else right so mm -hmm. it's the same in our you know for our species you know you guys want to be taller there's a reason why all women want taller guys, right? Because somehow in our lizard brain, it makes sense that a taller man will be, you know, a better provider or a better protector. Mm -hmm. Now in our society, we don't need a protector. We don't, you know, we don't have guys run around and kill, you know, wolves and tigers and whatever. Right. Um, it's, it's more, it's, you know, we've advanced. So we don't really need a taller man. That's what mm -hmm. us matchmakers. And you know that we keep trying to tell women, it's like, you don't really need him to be six foot tall, right? He's fine mm. at five, nine, whatever. Right. Sometimes they um, listen to us and sometimes they don't. Although I'll tell you, Ella, you'll be happy to hear this. Um, one of my clients actually said to me with, she, she hired me for online dating. 
And she said, mm-hmm. Lori, you'll be proud of me. I'm actually corresponding with a guy who's five, six, even though she originally said she wanted like five, 11 or taller. And she likes him more than a bunch of other people that she's gone out with. Rock so and I'm, roll. Like, I'm so excited for you. Like you are expanding your brain. It's awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I know. Funny thing, I actually, I actually think that the guys that are on the shorter side of it, I feel like they do more work on themselves mm. to be more presentable. So they work on their charisma. They're funny. They dance. A lot mm. of them can dance really well, right? <laughs> so if the guy, I feel like, which is you know, which makes sense again, the whole animal kingdom. I feel mm. like if the guy is not really tall. Mm-hmm and like super handsome whatever then he works on all the other qualities to make himself more presentable and appealing to women right so mm. they dance they're funny they're charismatic they're kind of life of the party they're pretty awesome so you know mm-hmm. you don't really need a height to you know be a good father per se right mm. you could be a Aww. five six you know five six and be a great dad or you yeah. could be a six foot five and be a a beat dad, you know, a deadbeat dad, whatever that's called. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, hi, there's nothing. I'm, is I'm nothing. glad. I'm, I'm excited for a client. It's awesome. Good for yeah, me. I know. I'm excited for it too. So y- you do something that's interesting and something that a lot of matchmakers do not do and dating coaches. You actually meet men out and about in Knoxville. And you, <laughs> and what are you doing at bars on a Saturday night? What are you doing, Ella? Tell us about that. Okay, hold on. Let me backpedal. I don't like meet man. No, these are <laughs> I'm yeah, happily married. <laughs> these clients, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's happily married. Um, I'm talking about <laughs> your clients. <laughs> you connect with your clients at bars. Yes. So I it. I um part of my coaching program that I do with guys, and that's mostly all young guys, mm-hmm. um, is that we, we do a Zoom call once a week. Right. Okay. And then a following week, we would go out in field exercise, right? What I would call in field exercise. Yeah. Um, so we pretty much get together mm-hmm. and I pick out certain areas that I think would be great for whatever his age is, mm-hmm. um, you know, age appropriate. So we don't run in and it's a, it's a bingo night, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so I pick out a bar, we go, we meet at a, t- at a specific time and mm-hmm. I prefer to meet outside first. Okay. And then we go over some things like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to say. Uh, this is where we're going. We're going to look like we're hanging. I always try to, you know, we will find like a spot that we hang at, like our base and then okay. we chat. So okay. it doesn't look like I, I do my absolute best to when we're out to make sure that we look like we're friends, right? So okay. if other women see him, they don't assume that he's with me or I'm with him or whatever, right? So okay. I'm there's there's distance, there's all this, and my face is a little bit more serious. Like we're buddies, right? Okay. So I'm out with a buddy and he's out with me. And then I'm like, that girl's cute. Go say hello, right? Mm. Here's what you gotta say, right? Okay. You know, put your shoulders up, puff your chest out, you know, make yourself look bigger and taller. Um, smile like I have to tell guys constantly Mm. that they have to smile making them smile and you know happy looking makes them um, a more approachable and be secure right Mm. because for us women 
we're smaller creatures to begin with and we always have our guards up when guys are out and about because they're bigger and stronger and we're kind of a prey <laughs> so if a man smiles now he's no longer looking like a threat mm. right you have to not you cannot be out and about as a guy especially if you're a bigger guy and mm. walk around with like a mean mug right because then you look like a threat to women and then their guards gonna go up and now they're just if you approach them they'll be like when is he leaving how long is, is this gonna take you know so smile, be happy, open, you know, arms out, not not like walk around like you're going to box somebody. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there, there's a lot of body things got to go into it, right? Because mm -hmm. the whole first impression on anybody takes about three to four seconds, maybe five if they're slow. And you got to, mm -hmm. all of it is body and what you look like. And then after the fact, you start talking and they'll pay attention, hopefully. Okay, so... Mm -hmm. Two That's things. I, I love it. Uh -huh. Two things. Number one, when you say smile, how big a smile are we talking about? So you don't want to look like um, uh, like you're in the movie from that shining, like not too much, <laughs> right? You're not trying to uh, freak anybody out, look creepy mm -hmm. or weird, mm -hmm. but natural. So, mm -hmm. and a lot of guys, you know, like I work with a lot of guys who are in tech, so mm -hmm. they don't, and I'm not saying anything wrong with sad guys, mm -hmm. but the problem is, is that most of them work from home or they're somewhere in the cubicle, they're alone, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. they're not exposed to other people. So they don't practice, they don't do their chatting, they don't practice what their face looks like while they're mm -hmm. chatting. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of them kind of need a little bit of help from like a coach, a dating coach. Okay. So I tell guys, you know, and, and, you know, I tell them like smile and they're like, well, I feel stupid smiling. Mm. Like, what am I smiling about? I'm like, okay, cool. Let's make it easy. Think of something that makes you happy. Mm. Think of something that brings happiness and joy to you. And mm. that will naturally put a smile on your whole face. Right. You don't have to walk around with like a whole green on, right. Like from yes. a Joker movie, yes. but happy thoughts will bring happy like some something has to be like some kind of memory or a thought something that will literally change your face and now you're look you know you're like oh cool you know i remember that awesome you know fishing trip was my body yay mm -hmm. and then your whole face is smiling right so now you mm -hmm. look open you're not threatening and okay. you can walk around and you know approach women and uh you know do your best of course you gotta dress nice there's you know a lot to it <laughs> well okay so before we get to the dressing which i want to talk about um mm -hmm. what is what are some good sort of like opening lines that you suggest to your to your male clients to approach what does that look like because i know that can be a little nerve-wracking for people it's it's always nerve-wracking right mm -hmm. so um like I said, it's like going on, you know, um, networking events. That's nerve wracking mm -hmm. too. Like sometimes yeah. I even get nervous, you know, I show sure. up and there's like a hundred people. It's like, ah, oh. so you can go like, there's a couple methods you can go. You can go direct and mm -hmm. observational, right? Observational is something you observe that's happening in your area mm -hmm. or within the vicinity of the girl you want to approach as a guy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so you're in a bar and there's live music, uh -huh. right? So you take that knowledge and this information and approach the girl and say anything in the lines of like, hey, do you know what band it is? Like, yeah. oh my God, I love them. This is my first time. 
again, mm -hmm. smile, 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 and chat. And she'll, you know, most women, like, I want to say this to guys. Most women are nice. They will chat with you. Don't be scared. None of us are out to get you. <laughs> We're right. not taking heads off. Right. You know, grab your cajones and go for it. Uh -huh. um, so that's that's an observational, right? Like, that's that's an awesome band. And if she responds, whatever she says, we're like, oh, my God. Have you heard them before? Do you come here a lot? I really like this place, blah, 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 right? Get into like a little conversation and mm -hmm. then eventually, not not too long, right? This mm -hmm. We're talking about seconds, this all takes, you know, mm -hmm. 20, 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then you go like, you know, my name is John, like, what's your name? You know, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But always offer your name first and reach out with your hand, right? Like if anybody can see me, like, pull your hand out and reach out to say hello like my name is John when you pull your hand out a you're mm. inviting them b you're not a threat and c mm. you're offering something okay. now i i dare you get out there and approach a random person pull your hand out and say hi my name is Lori i dare you to see if they'll be like oh i'm not going to touch it in mm. in their mind they'll be like oh yeah you know my name is you know ella whatever People okay. will automatically subconscious they don't even think about it. They'll pull out their hand. Okay. And boom, now you got a name, right? And mm. then you build on that. Then you just ask, like, you know, where are you from? But then be like, but then you gotta go. Let's hear. Then it. you can jump into teasing mode, right? Be okay. playful. As a guy, you're always competing with all the other guys, right? Okay. Especially if you're talking to a pretty girl, pretty girls get approached constantly. There's a lot of attention that they get. So you have to stand out. You got to be funny, you know, charming, whatever practice, right? All of those things. So then yes. start teasing and be like, you know, where, where are you from? But then like, hold on, let me guess. You're like judging by your look. You're like from, you know, Tennessee. I love the hair, right? Or whatever. And then just mess around. It doesn't have to be true. It could definitely be completely ridiculous be like you know you know like what do you do for a living well well hold on you know you look super cute you gotta be maybe some kind of science girl right you're some kind of like biomechanical engineer or something just be ridiculous and funny make her laugh right the very important thing about everything that you're doing from the moment you see her to the moment you gotta go say your goodbyes because mm -hmm. you don't want to be there for half an hour Mm. holding her hostage to your conversation right like five minutes and then say your goodbyes and dip out even if you really want to st stick around like dip out ah so from the moment you see her into the moment you say your goodbyes you have to get her to feel something right okay. it's it's like shopping you don't go and buy a car unless you love it right like yes. when i bought my suburban I saw it online. I fell in love with it. I drove all the way to Miami to get it back when I lived in Florida. Right? This is like three hours away from me. Uh -huh. I loved it. So you have to get an emotion from the second you see an approach till you wave your goodbyes and shake mm -hmm. her hand and hopefully get a number. Again, be brave. Ask for it. She says no. She says no. You move on. Mm -hmm. um, get an emotion. If she has an emotion for you, she will be more likely to give you a phone number, right? If you make her feel nothing and she just can't wait till you move along, then you'll not get it. You won't get a number. Um, you won't get any response, right? Right. Get her feel some kind of emotion, like she's laughing, she's you know 
make her feel sexy if you can, but not, you know, overboard. Don't be like, oh, I love your boobs. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> like your hair is beautiful. I think okay. you're gorgeous. I feel like you're the most beautiful girl in this place, blah, blah, you know. Practice. Okay. Okay. Practice. Here's what I'm wondering. Five minutes uh-huh. of conversation and you're asking for a phone number. Right. Doesn't, you don't think that's too soon? People are successful in getting a phone number after five minutes? Yeah. If you uh-huh. get an emotion from a girl. Okay. Right? All right. And then you come up and you manage to make her feel something towards you. Like she's laughing. She's having a great time chatting with you. You're being charming. You made her feel sexy and special. Mm -hmm. If you make a woman feel special Mm -hmm. in a place filled with a bunch of gorgeous women, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you go to a Miami bar, they all look like models, Mm -hmm. right? Not bars and nightclubs or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. they all look like models. Mm -hmm. Make her feel special, this one girl. Mm-hmm. She'll give you a number, of course. It just makes sense. Okay, then what happens? You walk away and you're at the same bar for the next hour and she's watching you talk to other women or what does that look like? So it depends, right? If you get a number, you can, um, it's up to you. You can just move on to a different place. You can go chat with other people. Most of the time, though, you will be with your friends, right? It's Uh rare that guys go out on their own to the bar, right? They usually come bring the whole friend group and, you know, their buddies, their little support team, right? Yes. Um, So then you go back and chat with them, right? And then you Mm -hmm. can come back to the girl and be like, listen, I'm leaving. If you didn't get the number before, like, Mm. there's there's two ways to do it. You could chat 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 and then say like listen I feel really bad I left my friends Mm. I'm gonna go you know spend some time with them but I had a great time chatting with you you know like totally do and then you dip out right go hang out with your friends and before you know you leave the bar whatever area go back to the girl and ask her for the number say like I had a great time chatting with you I'd love to see you again you know, there's whatever band playing or something else. And then later this week, and then, and then get your phone out and hand it to her, right? I'm doing the, the gestures again, right? Get your phone out and be like, let me get your number. Assume nice. that she's going to give it to you, right? Yes. In everything that I've said that you got to do, confidence is number one thing, right? You have to be confident. If you look like you're terrified, uh-huh. Um, it's not going to work, right? Women like yeah. we, and you know that we can sense the confidence from a mile away, right? Like oh, when yeah. a certain alpha male walks in the bar, like all the girls are like, oh my God, it's like watching Beauty and the Beast, right? When Gaston walks in, all the girls are like, ah, right? <laughs> Versus like when a guy walks in and he's mortified that he's even there, you know, he's like, oh my God, this is my first time in real pants, you know, like I've I only wear sweatpants and I've never been out, right? Like the real, us women, we can sense it. And we're like, all right, cool. I hope he doesn't come by and say hi or anything at all, really. I bet he smells funny too. And he owns 17 cats, right? So confidence. If you don't have it, pretend that you have it. Just be, be ballsy, right? And mm-hmm. by you, I'm talking to men right now. Sure. Um, just pretend, you know, like do some breath work before you walk anywhere in, inside and people lay eyes on you, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you got to start, you got to start right. The second you open the door, you got to be like, I own the place, right? Like mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. outside, do your breath work and do some push-ups. Okay. But confidence, right? Get your yes. chest out, 
you know, walk in the place like Gaston. And what do you recommend in terms of suiting up? What, what, in terms of clothing choice and whatnot? Um, I love that one. So many options. Mm -hmm. I feel like men have it so bloody easy. Men have it so easy. Like us girls, we got like a thousand different dresses to choose mm -hmm. from. And then there's color combinations. And then the, the, the things we put on arms and neck and shoes, there's so much to it, right? Um, mm -hmm. That's why I prefer like a button up shirt and jeans, whatever. Um, for guys, it's so easy. Like you can make any man and by any, I mean, any man mm -hmm. you can take a, a bold guy and i love bold guys by the way i think bold guys is you know you, you gotta have a lot of cojones to pull off boldness and run mm -hmm. around with it. um so anyway you can take a bold guy blonde brunette a guy that's big and chunky and a skinny guy black white purple any kind of guy and uh -huh. throw him in the suit uh -huh. and it looks fantastic Right now mm. he looks like a like a like a like a delicious cupcake that women are like. Mm, let me get this. Let me get a piece of that. Right, because it um, looks like he's ambitious and he's got his act together. Right. So a suit will give you a certain look. A, mm -hmm. you got a job. You're employed. Right. Mm -hmm. You're not. A, you're not a homeless guy trying to uh, get some uh, get a tail. Um, so you're employed. You're confident in your looks. Uh -huh. And it like makes your shoulders look bigger, right? Because the all of the suits they have the, the padding and the shoulders, right? Mm -hmm. So it immediately makes a guy's shoulders bigger. So now he's big and wide. Again, for us women, we're going back in our lizard brain. We see a big wide guy. Oh mm -hmm. my god, he's a protector. He's gonna fight a lion off on behalf of me and our you know offsprings, right? Right. But we don't think about it, but when we see a big guy, we're like, ah right? <laughs> it's true. It's, it's just what it is. So uh -huh. you can throw any guy in a suit and he'll look great. And it's the easiest thing to do, right? Um, you can get, you can get like a black, gray and like a navy blue suit, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you get a, a white shirt and a black shirt. And by shirt, I don't mean a, a t-shirt, right? We're mm -hmm. talking about button up with long sleeves that go down and they have buttons. Okay. Those. So then, and of course, get a pair of black shoes. Black shoes fit and match everything, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how to pick out a suit mm -hmm. for yourself, right? Because we're in the era where suits are not really a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Back in the 20s, old man wore a suit and that was a thing. So not, now it's not. Right. Um, you can call any, most of the nice stores have what's called a personal shopper. Mm -hmm. you can call in advance and it's free you just call in advance and be like listen i need some help and they're like mm -hmm. yeah probably do that and then if you match the suits around right the different three different sides of pants and the jackets and you can mix and match with different shirts and that gives you to go do about 56 different outfits okay right for the price of three suits and two shirts okay. 56 different outfits there's 52 weeks in a year 56 outfits, make sure that you look different every single weekend that you're out, okay. right? Okay. Especially if you're like in a small city and there's a really good chance you're going to run into the same group of girls, sure. right? You don't mm -hmm. want to look like this is your one suit that you have on you. That's your go out suit. <laughs> okay. I like it. Somebody might see you, right? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Nice. And I've also seen where men wear like a really nice t-shirt under a blazer yeah. and that's a good look too. Not totally, as absolutely, but it shows confidence. Um, I love that. Okay. All I right. I feel like so, anything was a color, you know, yeah. anything was a color will bring you up as far as, you know, the looks go like now you look professional, you look cool. Right. Anything and you don't have to wear, to you it. don't have to wear a tie. It can be no, no, like no, no, nice, no, you're not like a you shirt. Know. Yeah. We're not doing ties here. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. I love it. So we have gone over a lot. This is so helpful. And Ella, tell us more. I know that you provide these services to people. They can contact you directly. I'll put, I'll put in the show notes. How do people find you on socials? Uh, so I'm on Instagram and mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Twitter. I'm back on Twitter. That's Smoky yeah, Matchmaker. So it's, Smoky Matchmaker. I don't really know okay. how you go about it, but I think it's at Smoky Matchmaker. I'm not okay. really <laughs> Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes how to reach you. So you provide some, people could virtually connect with you. So you're Zooming mm-hmm. with them. So if there's any men out there that would like some coaching with Ella, um, the her contact information will be in the show notes. I think it's really valuable. Um, and she can coach you through that even if you don't live in Knoxville. So you can reach out to Ella. That's great. And Ella, do you have like a favorite charity that you give to or a nonprofit that you appreciate either in town or national or back in Florida? Yes. Um, St. Jude. Okay. I love St. Jude. They do great work. They're awesome. I've done actually, I've signed up a bunch of times to do like the whatever walks was the dog, you know, the 40 mile walk was a dog or something. Yeah. They constantly do, do those things. Um, it's awesome. Um, they don't have enough money. They, they need more. They constantly need more. Right. Okay. If anybody wants to throw a dollar, that'd be great. Yeah. I'll put, I'll put that link in the show notes. This has been really interesting. Thank you very much, Ella, for taking the time to be on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to love on the go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.